Welcome back to the Kicking Post YouTube channel and our new show, Teal and Steel, with your host, Small Times. And we didn't introduce you last week, Matt. Matt, how are you? Hi, my name is Matt. We're going to hop right into, of course, the bulk of the show, Teal, Steel, Jags got a W this week. Rare. Jags got, a, Jags got a W this week. The boys came out to play. Shut out. A lot of teams can't say they've done that this year. But True. shut out. No touchdowns allowed. No, not load. No touchdowns allowed. No field goals allowed. Had Matt Ryan looking kind of rough. That offense looked like they were missing Michael Pittman a lot. JT couldn't really get going. I'm proud of the boys. I think we still have red zone issues, but we're able to do a lot outside of the red zone. Christian Kirk, second week in a row, playing like a wide receiver one. I told y'all that we're going to be balling with Christian Kirk. Yes, we paid him a lot, but he's showing up so far. So I'm, I'm all around. I think it was a good Sunday for the boys. But Travis Etienne, we talked about it last week from a fantasy perspective, still not getting involved in the offense as much as we'd like him worried. to. Yes, I there's a decent amount of worry. Because you got to think about the price you had to pay to get him. People were taking him in the third, fourth round. You were probably one um, of those people. Nah, nah, nah. He didn't get that high. He didn't get that high. He was getting picked up in the fourth round. Fourth round, yeah. But third's a little bit high. Well, okay. yeah, fourth round. Sorry about right. <laughs> but 50-50 split. The passing work we're expecting him to get, he's not getting that many targets. Honestly, James Robinson's almost matching his production there in terms of targets. Um, the offense, even though it's improved, still not good enough to support a 50-50 split in the backfield if he's not going to get, like we said, a huge offload of targets. So as a Travis Etienne owner in a lot of leagues, I am getting a little bit pressed for him getting usage. But is it sell time, sell high, buy low? I, I wouldn't sell yet. I mean, it's still week two. Let's see what he does. He's still, it's his second year. First year he was hurt. Yeah. Um, but his whole first year, he was hurt. So this is pretty much like his his rookie year in a way. And because of that, I would say give us some time. Let's see a few more weeks. If James Robinson James Robinson can stay healthy, I might be concerned in a couple weeks though. If in a couple weeks it's still been the same, I'm concerned. My take on the whole thing as well is even though James Robinson's getting a lot of work, he hasn't really been productive. I know he scored three touchdowns now in two weeks. That's fantastic. But he's averaging like 2.8 yards per carry. He's yeah. not really a strong producer on the ground right now. I feel like they'll start seeing that he's being inefficient. Maybe we'll get more Travis Etienne touches. But right now, that's just projection. Everything on tape is showing James Robinson's the RB1 in, in Jacksonville. I had a few people tell me that preseason. I didn't want to believe it. But here we are. I mean, it's hard to believe. This man just came off that injury. Yeah. I want to take the six, killers. seven. Yeah. The same thing that Cam Akers dealt with, and he's come back and looked better in almost less time, he tore it at the end of last year. But the goal of the game is to, to win, not really yeah. to give me fantasy points. So if James Robinson keeps the ball moving, if, if they feel more confident, I think especially in pass protection with James Robinson, he's going to be on the field more often. It is what it is. But Jags W, I'm feeling pretty nice about it. You guys came off the W week one. Week two, different story. You guys played Mac Jones. How did that work out for the team? It was a snoozer. I'm sorry, I did not no, watch was. the game. It was boring. But it was boring. The highlights were even boring. The highlights were even boring. Because I couldn't watch the game, so I just did the highlights, and even that was boring to me. So, I mean, overall, my take from it is exactly what I said in the first week: not efficient enough on the offense. I, I want to see more. I mean, we have a lot of athletes. Um, I think it could be a thing with Matt Canada being a very kind of dry play caller. I don't like it. So, 
people are talking about Kenny Pickett starting, and I think mostly everybody in Steelers Nation is wanting him to start. I think I'm like one of the only people that's going to say, let's keep, give Mitch another week. Keep Trubisky. It's still week three for a rookie quarterback, a quarterback that a lot of people didn't even want to take in the first round of the draft. It's asking a lot. Now, I'm not saying that I don't want to see him maybe in a couple weeks, but Mitch has been mostly safe. He's done one pick in the first two games. He's been he's been keeping the, the ball in check, I guess what I would say. But he hasn't been efficient. But I don't, also don't think the play calling has helped him very much. I also think he's playing very scared. I do want to see him start slinging it a little bit more, running out of the pocket. That's what he's good at. Using the legs, yeah. That's what I want to start seeing. If this week he still doesn't make that jump to that second level, um, not that we're expecting him to go very high, but to take that step forward and throw for over 200 passing yards and having a couple touchdowns, having a, a really good performance, then at that point, you know, I would like to go to Kenny So I want to still see another week out of him, though. It's still week three. Last week we hopped into prize pick lines. We talked about Mike Williams, said that was an easy hammer. That mm-hmm. boy hit it first quarter. This week I have a line for you for your Steeler voice because we're going to keep this up. Thursday night prize pick lines. They have Kenny Pickett. Not Kenny Pickett. They have Mitchell Trubisky. 200 passing yards. Over or under. He hasn't hit it in his last seven games, I think, was the stat. I would How say, do you feel against this Cleveland defense in Cleveland? Can he go over 200 yards? Look, it's the same thing with Mike Williams. Would I bet money on it? Probably not. But I do think that Mitch feels the pressure a little bit. He, I mean, I went on Instagram, and I went to the Steelers page, and the most recent post, I looked in the comments. All I see is Kenny Pickett. That's all <laughs> I see. I don't see nothing else. Kenny Pickett time. So if, if that's the case, I do think Mitch feels that pressure a little bit. I do think he has himself a solid game. I'd say that he could get to that 230 range. Um, but is that something I want to bet on? No. So would you bet on that? On... Price picks, and when I give picks, my thing's always been overs, no unders. Mm-hmm. I'd hammer the under. I'm sorry. I don't really? think I don't think he gets to 200 passing yards. I think this defense is really going to show out in William. And it's kind of echoing what BDGE said, but unfortunately, we're coming out afterwards. I think the same. I think he might get benched this game. Really? I think they might bench him. I think they're going to see enough of what they need I to do. see. That's possible. That's possible, and that's why I wouldn't want to bet money on it. I do think exactly. that he – I want to see something, and I want to say that he will take that step forward this game because he can feel that pressure. But when has Mitchell Trubisky really been much of a performer when it comes to pressure? So he hasn't done it in the past. So would I bet money on it? No. Would it be a surprise to me to see a half, uh, you know, halftime see Kenny Pickett come in? That wouldn't be a surprise to me. Um, if Mitchell Trubisky does not play whatsoever, I wouldn't even hate it, especially if, like, the Cleveland Browns are destroying this. Not to say that they would, because we have a solid defense as well, but if they got to a point where it's a little bit out of hand, I would 100% want to see Kenny Pickett in there. So. The line I do like is Deontay Johnson, I think, over 48.5 receiving yards. I feel like that's too low. Yes, he's more of a receptions guy instead of like a yak or like long yardage ability, but 40.5 yeah. still feels too low. So overs and unders, I'll go over on that one for sure. Still got Desert Ward out there, though. That's concerning to me. Yeah, that's but I mean... But I don't think the offense is – I don't think they're going to score that many points. I do think that the Steelers are going to have Projected 38 and a half combined, so that's really, really low. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really low. That's I think one team is about a six-point favorite, and 38 and a half 
means they don't project any team to really get in that twenty point range. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, tough. I don't, I don't know. I, you know what? You're right. Deontay Johnson at what? Forty four. You said forty eight and a half. Forty eight and a half. Yeah, I'll take. That. I'm, I feel bad. I had to convince you. Those are your boys. I mean, they are, but at the Those same time, boys. like. If, we're talking about the quarterback possibly getting benched at halftime, and then we're going to also, in the same sentence, talk about Deontay Johnson still gotta hitting that. Ball. They still got to no, throw the ball. I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, but there's a lot of there's a lot of people to feed out there. I mean, I can see Pat Fryermuth having a decent day. For someone that's not going to throw a lot of yards, to say that just one guy is going to get the majority of them, I, I don't love that. That's why I'm not going to be like, yeah, let's hit. Let's do it. But i got to call you out a little bit, but I'm going to wait on that. Because we talked, we talked Deontay Johnson – and I wanted to make a deal to give you your boy. Let's talk fantasy. about it. Let's talk about it. And you won't. You're right in the Samuel. So he, no, 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 no. He's talking about Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel. It would be stupid of me right now to make that trade. It just, would, it just wouldn't make sense. This Why? man's off of twenty point games. This man's out here running the ball. He got like seven receptions this week. Curtis Last week Samuel. he had a, a, about the same amount. So he still had a tutty Curtis both Samuel. times. It is not the time yet. Deontay Johnson. I do love me Deontay Johnson. But what did you just say like five minutes ago? We're talking about the quarterback. We're talking about the quarterback possibly getting benched. I don't love that. I'm not I don't love that. That's not that's not a situation I want to be much a part of, even though I'm a Steelers fan when it comes to fantasy football. And I do have Deontay Johnson. You're acting like I just don't have him anywhere. If you gave I have him in probably the most important fantasy league I have. If you gave me Christian Kirk for Curtis Samuel, I'd do that deal. What did Christian Kirk really show? Really show a fandom. What did Christian Kirk do? That's what I'm saying. Ball out. That's what I'm saying. Did Deontay ball Johnson out. ball out? He did okay. Hey man, he he is gonna give you a smooth twelve to fifteen points every week, and I'm happy with that. Exactly. I don't think there's anything to panic about. I'm but not panicked about him. I'm happy to have him. Exactly. But would I give up Curtis Samuel right? Would I give up Curtis Samuel right now? No. I'm good. You sound panicked, but there are things not, we are. There are things we are panicking about. Okay. These five teams. We're panicking about five teams in the NFL right now. Okay. Panic meter segment. We're adding this because there's some teams that are supremely underperforming. Supremely underperforming. And I feel like I'm a little bit more panicked than Matt is. Matt's a cool cat. Matt's not really worried. But me, I feel like there is room for panic for these teams. There is room. I didn't say there wasn't room. I'm just saying it's week two. It's week two. But I want to start off with a team that... Where a lot of people, Super Bowl dark horse, added a Hall of Fame quarterback, potentially. It's not etched in stone yet, but potential Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame quarterback, Russell Wilson, to an offense that was supposed to be elite. Added him, tandem of running backs in the backfield with Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, they're supposed to be doing well. Mm-hmm. Coming out, week one loss to Seattle. Rough. 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 In my opinion, inexcusable. People say they went to Seattle, it's a good home field. It was Geno Smith. They shouldn't have lost. Ugly. Come back week two against the Texans. Should be a get-right game. Should be going crazy. Right? Offense should be celebrating the end zone a lot. Ugly again. Came down <laughs> to the wire. Ugly win. I am putting the blame on Nathaniel Hackett. I have this panic meter at like a 7.5 to an 8. I think to have this type of roster, to pay Russell Wilson this type of money, and then we have to decide, hmm, on fourth down, we're going to waste a lot of time, kick a 64-yard field goal and lose. And then last week, a lot of situations, again, in terms of clock management, where he should be either calling a timeout or have a play ready. 
they're struggling to call the right plays. What is going on in Denver? And with a rookie head coach that people were already skeptical on, I feel like it's okay to be at a panic meter of a seven and a half. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not okay. I mean, I can understand where people are going to be at. They do a 7.5, even if you're higher than that. But I'm at a 5. I mean, it's it's just, we're, about, we're going into week 3. You still have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You still have an elite defense. You still have plenty of weapons. You have all the pieces there. They just need to get it together. And to sit here and panic on that just yet, I'm good on. Because all the pieces are there. So I'm going to give them another week or two. And if this happens for the next two weeks, my panic meter will go higher. I mean, even if they have another bad day um, coming up Sunday. They play Sunday? Yeah. I don't think there's any bad weeks yet. So, yeah, they play. They play. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they had, like, a Monday. No, if not Thursday, but Monday. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if they have another bad week, maybe I'll go to a six. Another bad week after that, I'll probably be right there with you. Eight, eight and a half kind of level. But they still got Russell Wilson. They're in the AFC West. That division has Justin Herbert, which, I mean, suffered a rib injury, so we're not sure what type of Justin Herbert we'll be seeing going forward. Patrick Mahomes, who they keep finding ways to win games. Yep. And then the Raiders, who are 0-2, another team we'll discuss soon. But they have Derek Carr, who you've been high on in mm-hmm. the past. I've been okay on him as well, but he's underperformed to start the year a little bit. This is a division that we expected to be fireworks, and it would be very difficult to be dropping games in this division. Yep. So when you start off against the Texans and the Seattle Seahawks led by Geno Smith, you should be looking good to open the year. You should start 2-0. Those are your gimme games. Those are you got to take your gimme games because then you're going to have to play eight games against, well, six games against the division that it's going to be a gauntlet. And if you split, best case scenario, that's three and three. You need those gimme games. Yep. So that's why my panic meter is kind of high on them, which leads me right into the Raiders. Which, Same division. Which, 0-2. Oh, 0-2. Oh, I want to point out something for the Denver Broncos real quick. Yeah. I mean, there are four good teams in that division. A lot yes. of people were talking about even three of them making the playoffs. Correct. So am I expecting the Broncos to win the division? Probably not. But at the same time, no one really was expecting them. I mean, some people were, but I Some people had them as dark horses to win the division with their defense. Yeah. I said, I think before, well, obviously – the Chargers added Khalil Mack and then J.C. Jackson, and they became, like, the defense with the most superstars. But before that, they were saying that Denver is one of the better assembled defenses in that division. Yeah. Now, obviously, the Chargers, I say, was a little bit better set up, but all the offenses are high-powered. So it doesn't really matter what your defense looks like. There's going to be points scored. Yeah. Which is why their offense struggling so much is also a concern. It That's is concerning. It is concerning, but like I said, you don't have to win in the division. You just need to make the wild card. So... Let's give them some more time for me. I don't think the Raiders are going to make the wild card now. <sighs> That's a tougher situation. Penny Meter at seven. They add Devontae Adams. They add a new coach as well, Josh McDaniels, who failed as a head coach before in Denver. Yep. Went back home to Billy Belichick to get right. You thought he was going to stay there, wait for Belichick to retire, and then take the job. Leaves to go coach the Raiders. Yep. A lot of money. Brand new stadium. Derek Carr is supposed to be, uh, I don't want to say serviceable, but a better-than-average quarterback. He's supposed to be an above-average quarterback. Yeah, above-average quarterback. Offensive weapons of Darren Waller, added Adams, had Renfro. Running back group, Josh Jacobs. Solid. Rookies, Amir Solid. White. Yeah, Amir Abdullah added in the offseason. Um, defense added Chandler Jones in the offseason. They're supposed to be doing big things in Vegas. 0-2 to start the year. First game against the Chargers. We knew that was a tough opener. Second game against the Cardinals. Up by as game. much as 15 points. And choke. Yep. Starting the season 0-2 in a division again, 
that's going to be an arms race to get to the finals. What is your panic meter on them? Mine's about a seven again. But again, it's based on the division, obviously. But Yeah, it's, it is tough. Um, they looked better than the Broncos to me offensively. I think the first week, Derek Carr threw like three picks. Take those away. I, think you get, I do think you get yeah. some better plays for them. They look a little better than the Broncos to me just from eye testing. The Broncos just seem like they're just completely not in. Yeah, check. like they're not doing things on time. They're not snapping on time. They're getting a lot of fouls or flags, all those kind of things. Kind of confusing. Um, but what's going on over there and the Raiders is they look a little better. They're zero and two though. That's concerning, and I am concerned about that. But they have looked okay. They got a lot, a lot of nice weapons. Panic meters at a four. Just a four. four Just a four. four. I'm a little bit concerned about their usage of Devontae Adams. I don't think there's a shutdown corner on the Cardinals. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but. I still think there should have been ways to get Devontae Adams involved in the game. Week yeah. one did a great job of it. Week two, he just seemed to have gone missing, and I don't know what could have caused that. So maybe that is more reason for concern, but I'm a hold out of the seven with them being an 0-2 team in a division that's going to be high-paced, a lot of scoring. In another division where I expect a lot of teams that are solid, mm-hmm. AFC North, we have the Super Bowl-appearing team, the Bengals, starting 0-2, which... I think Chris would agree that there's a lot to be worried about. I know that's your team, Chris. But 0-2 with a supposedly better offensive line after appearing in the Super Bowl last year, how do we get to 0-2 when they've played Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush? That's the big one. They've played the two easiest games, in my opinion, and they're at 0-2. Very concerning. This one is also concerning to me because the line looks just awful. It does not seem like it was fixed from last year. So I'm at a six with them. I'm a little higher on them. Um, I do think it's Joe Burrow. I, I do. I'm a big believer in Joe Burrow. I do think they'll get it together at some point. But with that offense line the way it is, that was supposed to be like the it's gonna take them over the top, get them right back to the Super Bowl. We haven't seen that. So until I've seen that, my panic level will go down. And at the same time, offensive plays they didn't seem really creative, running a lot of the same things. Don't love what I saw in the offensive play calling. So. I'm good on that for right now, but that's why I'm at a 6. Maybe even like a 7, maybe a 6.5. Yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, the, the one thing I could say that gives me a little bit of solace in them is that division has question marks. You got the Ravens, who gave up 21-point lead in the fourth quarter pretty much yeah. to the high-paced Dolphins. You got the Browns, who right now have Brissett and choked a game against the Jets, but would have been 2-0, barring, yeah. again, giving up a lead. And then you have Pittsburgh, who has a lot of questions on offense, not many on defense. Yeah. So, if anything, they'll be able to kind of crawl their way back to the top of the division if anything happens. But there's still room for concern. You guys were supposed to make a bunch of off-season moves. There was supposed to be Lyle Collins being the bodyguard. I feel like Dallas targeted him more than anything else. You were supposed to have a little better secondary. You draft Dax Hill first round, I think, maybe early second. He's not even playing. I'm still watching Eli Apple get torched. <laughs> Game after game, Noah Brown had a career day with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Again, you play Cooper Rush and Mitchell Trubisky. Did not force any turnovers. I don't know how. Yes, you guys played solid defense, but again, it's Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush. We need turnovers. You got to be able to take those. We need turnovers. But because of the division, I'm, I'm probably around where you're at, six and a half to six, because I feel like they'd be able to crawl their way back to the top. A team that I am concerned about that I feel like won't necessarily be able to crawl their way back up to the top of the division. 
Do I even want to say them? Say them. Let's do it. The Colts. Concerning. The Colts. And, I, I mean, it's the AFC South. And I've joked that it's the best division in football. Um, they add Matt Ryan in the offseason. Yep. That's supposed to be an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Hasn't looked like that yet. Hasn't looked like yet. Had a solid week one from an offensive production standpoint. But played to a tie with the Texans. And then get shut out week two. Of course, they were missing their wide receiver one, Michael Pittman. But speaking of that, their wide receiver core passed Michael Pittman. Might as well have me out there. Like, I was about to say. Might as well have me lined up out we there. We might have to bring you out of retirement <laughs> to play with the Colts. Yeah. Because Ashton Doolin, mm-hmm. Moali Cox. Like, hey. <laughs> Hines was getting targeted crazy out the backfield. We know they like to use him in a pass catching game. But there was really no wide receiver of no. consequence, which will lead me to the other team we'll talk about in this division that I'm worried about. But there was no wide receiver of consequence, so no matter how good your running back is, everybody's going to be locked in on him because they're like, he's your only weapon. But the thing is, is like, why did they take so long to try to get Jonathan Taylor involved? I don't know. Why? They, they didn't have Michael Pittman. You'd think that they'd be relying on him. I have him on my team. Let me get into this Let me get into this real quick. This man got me eight points. <laughs> this man got eight points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can we talk about that? A little bit. I mean, the Jags, okay, y'all showed out. Defense. Y'all showed out. I'm happy for y'all. Congratulations. But come on, Jonathan Taylor. W. Eight points by halftime. We, he had like three points. Yeah. I think I even texted you. I was very angry. Yeah. You can ask him. I was highly upset. <laughs> highly upset. <laughs> we have somebody behind the camera who also asked him on the team, was asking what was happening. What's going on? Where's Jake Jags? Come on now. This is supposed <laughs> to be his matchup. High average. But again, in prior years, we had to worry about the pass a little bit. We were sitting down on the on the wide receivers on defense. We did not care. We had the box loaded. We said we dare Ashton Doolin, right? It sounds like when you play Madden career mode and you're in year five and they just start throwing players on there because all the real players start retiring. <laughs> That's who the wide receiver core was. It's all shadowless faces. We don't know any of these guys, right? So they were like, yeah, we challenge you to beat us down the field with these guys. If they beat us down the field, you win the game. Cool. But we're going to chance it. JT not beating us this week. 24-0. That was the result, right? Matt Ryan's looked rough. This offensive line that was supposed to be like top six graded, bullied. Mm-hmm. Bullied. I like Trevon Walker. I was he's a been, hater. He, he's been doing his thing. You didn't even believe. I did. I don't want to hear it. Week, one, week one, that pick, D-line pick, mm-hmm. he's been bullying up front. Josh Allen showing out in the linebacking core. I'm loving it. Shaquille Griffin's still burnt toast. But we're dealing okay. We're dealing okay with I mean, what we got. clearly he's God because Tommy Taylor <laughs> got like three points at halftime, right? <laughs> hey. Clearly this man's doing something right. But I think there's reason for concern. This was another team everybody was like Super Bowl contender. Matt Ryan's going to put him over the top. Michael Pittman breaking. I was never on that boat. Come on. Come on. We got the Chiefs out here. We really talking about Matt Ryan. I'm not going to lie. I was on that boat a little bit for the click, though. When we were doing nah. the schedule prediction, I did put Super Bowl. Matt numbers. Ryan. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but I mean, AFC South, yeah, AFC West. Like they yeah. could have won up, they could have reeled off a couple games, could have gotten comfortable. Defense could have stepped up. Darius Leonard on that side, great tackling, great linebacker. But at oh one and one, I'm hitting the panic button. Nice. <laughs> I'm hitting the panic button just a tad bit because we don't know how serious the Michael Pittman injury is, and if we still have to see Ashton Doolin, I'm sorry, Ashton Doolin. I hope. 
you're not subscribed to the channel. Hope none of your family members hear me Ooh. roasting. They got Paris Campbell. Ashton Doolin, <laughs> right? Like, I played... Let me go on a rant real quick. Paris Campbell, for two and a half years, you've been the breakout player to look out for. Mm-hmm. Every offseason, I gotta hear about Paris Campbell. Oh, Paris Campbell, Ohio State, great. Oh, Paris Campbell, if he's just healthy. Oh, Paris Campbell. Did he even get a target? I don't know. I played him in DraftKings <laughs> for like, he was like 3900 salary in DraftKings. I was like, bet, he's the wide receiver one this week. It's on. Our secondary's awful. He's about to go crazy. <clears throat> Who said? Nothing. Did nothing. Nothing, nothing, at, nothing all. at all. I don't want to hear another thing about Paris Campbell. I don't even want to go to Paris now. I don't care. Is that serious? I hate Paris. Anything Paris. Paris Hilton? You know what? I don't even I, mention her name. I think I have Paris Campbell on my team. Do you want to trade for him? Yeah, I got you. You want, you want, a, you want one fab? One fab. One fab dollar. No? Okay. I was going to give it to you anyway. Maybe. I'll get back to you on that. I was going to pull the trade. I was going to offer it and then make it pop up for 30 seconds and then pull it. I don't want Paris Campbell. Nothing to do with Paris Campbell. And if anybody comes next year and is like, oh, this is the year, stop putting out content. Don't talk about Paris Campbell ever again. All right. He shouldn't even be a football player anymore. He should be making deli subs for for Publix down the street. Chicken tender subs. That's what he deserves to be doing. No freaking wide receiver, Paris Campbell. No, Paris Campbell, I hope you go off. He should give us contract I hope back. you go off next week to prove Go off to what? The Pastors? They're going to put him out of the field? He's not going to be playing for the Colts yeah, next The Pastors week. on the other side of the field when he's... All right, man. With my luck, he's going to go for like five <laughs> catches, 125 yards, and three touchdowns next week. You know week. what? I hope he does to prove you wrong. And we're going to clip it. You going to clip it? Hey, mm-hmm. if Paris Campbell gets three catches next week... I don't have anything for you because he's not three catches. Minutes. Three catches. I think in his career he has. Three you gotta catches. give me Stephon Diggs in that one league. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I've gone on my Paris Campbell rant. He didn't even deserve to be talked about. This I don't even know. Why would you even take Paris Campbell? He's literally the depth chart. Wide receiver two. Is he not noteworthy to talk about? <laughs> anyway, there's reason for concern for the Colts. I have him at like a five though, because again, it's the AFC South, who I don't have at a five which I'm going to take my victory lap right now. Sorry, Roger, if you're watching this. The Tennessee Titans. Okay. I said they were going to be bad. Chris clipped me joking around saying they'd be 5-12. and 12. They might not get five wins this year. Nah, they look they'll get awful. five wins. They look atrocious. You know what this teaches franchises? Pay your receivers. Yeah. A.J. Brown was an elite receiver. He was. Yes, he had a couple injuries and there was concern. He couldn't stay on the field. But check me out. He went over to Philly. Mm-hmm. They are 2-0. He is a wide receiver one in that offense, playing with Jalen Hurts, elevating his game, making things easier for the rest of the offense. At some point, I would love to talk about him. Exactly. Looking great. You know what Ryan Tannehill could use these first two weeks? A receiver to throw to. An elite receiver. We like Traylon Burks. He's going to be a good receiver eventually. He's not quite there yet. He's not the A.J. Brown type of athlete. Stop calling him mini A.J. Brown. He's I mean, he has Burks. some of the same characteristics. He's Traylon Burks. Let him be Traylon Burks. He's not A.J. Brown. They, no, they right, don't just right. make A.J. Browns. Have you seen A.J. Brown? They're not yeah, just he's pumping. A big dude. Exactly. They're not just pumping A.J. Browns out. Also fast. Exactly. That makes sense. It don't, like, he played for Ole Miss in the SEC and produced, yes, Traylon Burks is coming from Arkansas. They're a predominantly run heavy team. But if you look at their two builds and put them side by side, they're not the same player, right? No, so for them to be like, oh, yeah, 
We will trade you A.J. Brown, literally for Traylon Burks. That's pretty much all the deal was. They're reaping the fruits of that trade, yep. right? A.J. Brown team 2-0, Titans 0-2. Derrick Henry used to have boxes that weren't as heavily loaded to run in because you had to worry about A.J. Brown going up the field. Nobody's checking for Kyle Phillips no. going up the field. Nobody cares if Robert Woods limps to the 10-yard line mm-hmm. to get the first down. He still doesn't look that healthy. Doesn't. Traylon Burks still figuring out the NFL. He's a rookie. Nobody's worried about the passing game. So Derrick Henry's having to fight his way up for five yards. And from a fantasy perspective, you're not getting touchdowns with Derrick Henry anymore because that offense stinks. Doesn't even get to that zone. Exactly. So he's still getting all the usage. Not there. But you're getting eight points because he's getting 82 yards. And luckily, I haven't. I don't have him anywhere. You have him anywhere? I traded him. In the one league I had him that like I kind of cared about, traded him for Devontae Adams like almost one for one. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice one. I, I had a decent running back core. It was like Saquon, um, JT, and Derrick Henry. So I could I could spare one. So I got rid of Derrick Henry. Decent. This is, this is an eight-man league? Nah. What? It's a 10-man. You, you said Derrick Henry, yeah. JT. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah, that's eight man. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of was like, I'll ship one off, so now I have JT, Saquon, okay. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, you know. Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones. Oh, my bad. Not an eight man league, a five yeah. man league. You know. <laughs> Two and no, I mean. Oh, my okay. God. Right? Let me join that league. <laughs> hey, there's some bad teams in the league. That's not my fault. But without red zone touches, Derrick Henry's just a big grinding back. They don't have him involved in the passing game right now. That sucks for them as well. That defense is horrid. The Bills, literally, they waved the right flag at like the beginning of the fourth quarter last night. The Bills ran them off the field. Stephon Diggs was doing whatever he wanted. Josh Allen was doing whatever he wanted. And the week before, Saquon Barkley went for 165. That boys look like they're just having fun. Exactly. They're just having fun playing. They're just playing in the backyard when they play the Titans. (laughs) Right? Tannehill on the bench just stressing. Malik Willis is like, I'm cool waiting. I don't want to get in right now. Did you actually see the video of him on the sidelines? Like, when when they were playing? Yeah. He was like, oh, <laughs> ready to get in. He's like, like, yeah, I wouldn't. Not your time, kid. Yeah, I don't know about that time. Wait it out. Nah, yeah. 41 to 7? 41 to 3? Whatever it was? Wait it out. But, I mean, if you're in that position, you got to take your opportunities when you get them. I guess, but I don't want to throw to Kyle Phillips. Hey, bro, I got Kyle Phillips on my, on my taxi squad. Let's put some respect on that man's name. I mean, he's better than Paris Campbell. He's already outproduced Paris Campbell's entire career yeah, in, like, two games. Too. What? Also in fumbles, too. Yeah. Like crazy. He, he muffs punts crazy. But... I think I'm... <laughs> panic meter, and this is disrespectful, I have it at a two because I expected this. I expected them to suck. I had them at 5-12. and 12. They're 0-2, and I don't think their schedule gets any easier. They get to play... Is it us next week? I don't think it's us next week. But when they play us, we're going to stomp them. They've had our number, like Derrick Henry has bullied my team for two years. I've had to watch Derrick Henry put my defense in a coffin for two years. He ran for like 200 yards against us one Thursday night. You want, you want I was closing the back office. You know, I was like, I'm going to throw the game on. I'm kind of fast. I can watch the game while I close the back office. And I watch him run for 99, a 99-yard touchdown. <laughs> Literally, right out of the end zone. 99 yards. Mm-hmm. Pushing DBs. Stopping, waiting for them to get there, pushing them out of bounds, jogging into the end zone. I had to watch him do that two times that year. Because the next time he played us, we still didn't figure it out. He went for like 160. Here's the thing, though. like They're going to beat y'all. No. I'll put a five on that. They're not going to beat anybody. They're going to be the Jags, though. No. Yeah, they will. I don't think so. Okay, if you're that confident about it. We are great now. 
if playoff battle. AFC South. Wins. If the Jags beat the, the Titans. No, no, no. If the Titans beat the Jags, I guess Stephon Diggs. Why do you <laughs> think I'm just gonna give you one of the best players in fantasy because you want to bet? Say a dollar. Say a dollar. Say lunch. I you said put a five, but you didn't say anything. Okay, five. Yeah, we can put five on it. Okay, I'll do that. It's the easiest five of my entire life. Probably. Yeah, I think you said that last time we bet. Nah, nah, <laughs> um, but yeah, my panic meter on them is a two. I don't. You said it's only two weeks in. They're not that bad. State your case. Who said they weren't that bad? You. I said okay, they're gonna no, go no, five and twelve. No, because five wins. That's come on. I think they're getting at least pull out of seven. Did you see Taylor Lewan go down last night? One of the best offensive linemen? Yeah. That man never said nothing. Yeah, but now you don't have receivers. To to run behind who? The king. I don't know. Maybe you're right. After you you pleaded your case, I kind of was like, Who is he going to run behind? You? (laughs) Me? (laughs) Me. Alex Leatherwood. Shouts out the boy from, what, Pensacola? You played him in in high school. I did. He's jobless. He could go get a job for the Titans. He could. First round pick? He probably chilling though. If I was a fresh off pick and I got cut, I'd be like, darn. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go no, home with no, my you, millions. You gotta get oh, no. <laughs> you yeah. I? I can yeah. live off 40 you mil. You can live off of a backup job. I can live off 40 mil. I can go coach you high school football mil? for first round. Like, first, you get 40 mil for the first picks? round? I'm assuming. We might have to check the contract. Mil. That's how much like some quarterbacks make a year. No, I'm talking like the full length of his, his contract. He got cut, obviously, but I feel like. I thought like rookie contracts were. Were affordable. That's why people like them. So forty million don't sound don't sound affordable to me. Isn't it forty million for like four years, like ten million a year? I don't know. I might be overestimating. You might be right. Honestly, I'm I afraid. feel like I'm I have no wrong. idea. To be honest with you, you could be right. I think I'm wrong. But I feel like that's expensive because that's, that's how much like some quarterbacks get paid a year. I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> but I still feel like he's got enough money to go home and sit, nah, go coach Pine Forest High School. Right, he could come back be a hometown hero. Never have to worry about working a real job again. Just be a high school coach. Washington. He went to he went to Booker. Yeah. Really? I'm like eighty seven percent sure. I mean, you played against him. I did. I want to say it was Washington. I want. I'm like, like I said, you can't even remember the jersey because you kind of wish. No, you. I mean, <laughs> I said he kind of body juice. I try. Like, I try to give him a little block. You know, <laughs> I'm five six. I was like a little receiver. I didn't have this little. I didn't have the tub. Right they can't even see the tub. You you shut us out. Well, yeah, I mean, you can probably see the tub. I mean, you might see us. If you can't see it, you know, I'm not. I'm not like I was back then. But back then, I was a little. I was a little skinnier. I like the heart though. You went for it. I tried. I wouldn't have. I tried. I saw him coming. Like, like I was. I was on the left hand side. I was. On, I was on the um, the receiver side. Some kind of play went around me. They weren't. That wasn't supposed to happen. I, I wasn't expecting to, to be blocked or anything. But it went over to me, and I saw him. He's playing D lineman because he played both ways. Because the man was a. A beast. <laughs> and so he starts running over here, and I'm like, I gotta pick up a block. I look over, that's the biggest target there. Like, you like, couldn't miss I him. can't, I can't see nothing else because it's him. He's the, he's the threat. <laughs> so, you had to neutralize the threat. So I, I like lunge my body at him. Swear to God, he didn't even move. Swear to God, <laughs> he probably made the tackle too. He's like, like, like he's like, realize what's going on here. Like, yeah. there's, there's football players, and there's like. Test takers, like go study for the FCAT, <laughs> whatever you do. Let me do my job. I'm not gonna be out of here. He was meant to be there. I was just, I was just happy. You <laughs> had to be until there. that point. <laughs> he was built for that. You were like, mm, it's cool. After school, go do something. It's good for the high school resume. <laughs> it's all good. Y'all are both not in the NFL now. So who's winning? 
Yeah. Sorry, Alex Leatherwood. Hey. Sorry, millionaire. I, I, you're still I, not I, I got a job. <laughs> Ooh. At a grocery store. I mean, I got a job. You trying to box him? No. Oh, okay. I was trying to set up a celebrity I was, just, I was just talking about how this man like didn't even move. You talking smack though. You said you got a job. You said he jobless. Okay. You said he waiting in the in the unemployment I line. I was like, what job, bro? You bro, said this man, this man in might live around here, bro. So. I know. <laughs> right? And he gonna pull up the. F- I'm kidding. I'm not finna put your public side. I'm not finna put your public side there. We got we got way off topic. Really? Talking about you getting bodied. How you feel about the Titans? We were oh, talking about you getting oh, the job no, with the Titans. I'm not hearing you. They're buns. No, <laughs> you know, five wins sounds. You know, I that sounds that. Right. Now that after you after you talking about it, they do got Robert Woods out there. Traylon Burks looking all right. Little mini AJ Brown. God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they look. I mean, they still got the King. They might be. They're, they're going to get five wins just based off of that. But other than that, they definitely be in the Jags so. though. I, I got a hot take for y'all. If you have Derrick Henry on your roster right now as a dynasty player, you ain't gonna be able to move him. That's it. He's retiring you, on you, your. You can move him right now. If you move him right now, if you take the absolute like low deal, you could probably try to finesse a first still, like one first. You might be able to finesse a first out of somebody who's kind of like a rookie I dynasty think you player. But you should not be trading your first for Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. Rule one of I'm not out on him yet. Don't, 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 don't. That offense not is bad. Out on him don't. yet. I that do offense think that he's worth is a first bad. Round pick. Would I give up a first round don't. pick? Probably not. But, okay. but okay. I don't need a ready. I don't need that that bad. I can still see somebody doing that, and I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't be like that was the worst poor. thing of all time. He doesn't catch passes. It's been two games. He's gonna see the red zone it's probably twice two this year. Games. Okay. I'm just saying. Look. Let's just see. He's still the king. We're really disrespecting Derrick Henry right now. We're disrespecting the team. I still think he's a good athlete. He's, I think he's lost a bit of he burst. He is the king. But his offense is the trash. <laughs> his <laughs> offense is garbage. Basura. Bilingual. Y'all, you didn't Don't know. Don't shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we both speak Spanish. I do like that you got that from the top. I do like that. Yeah, you know, it's right yeah. off. It's easy. You know. Yeah, two edits. Basura. Exactly. He's, he's going advanced on me. That's like all right, all right. that's like senior year of, of, of Spanish. I only stopped a sophomore year. Anyway, I'm not I'm not out on Derrick Henry yet. Neither am I. I would say bad. Dynasty. That no, offense no. is bad. Dynasty, you gotta move. Yeah, you gotta. In redraft, you could probably hope that he yeah, shows something redraft, I think you're at this point. But like in Dynasty, if you're no matter what part of your team, what direction your team's going in, if you're in rebuild mode, he definitely shouldn't be there. If you're in championship mode. You might need to ship them off while you can and still get back an asset. You might be able to... Would you do this deal? This just popped up in my head. Okay. Travis Etienne for Derrick Henry. One for one in Dynasty. Dynasty, you got to go Travis Etienne. Okay. I, I was about to end the no, show if you said that. No, I was going to say Derrick okay. doesn't really give you much. Whereas Travis Etienne could have you know years of possibilities. So That. That's smart. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. You really tested me out here like that. I, I had to. I had to. I've been done for saying that. I'm, I'm out on ETM right now, but, you know, Dynasty's going players. forward. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. Um. So, hopping into this week, what do you need to see about these five teams that we're hitting the panic button on? Titans, I don't think there's anything to see. 0-3. That's my prediction. <laughs> we can skip over them. Colts, how you feeling? The receiving core got to do more, and John Taylor needs to be more involved. I, I that's weird to say, isn't it? I shouldn't be saying 
Jonathan Taylor needs to get more. Yeah, points. I shouldn't be saying that. That's weird. Yeah, eight it points. Should, yeah, it on. should be easy. It should be forty carries. Yeah, if you have again, if you're starting Ashley Ashton, I forget his name. I could call him whatever. Doolin, Paris. Dublin, whatever his name is. If you're starting him in your wide receiving core. And Alec Pierce, which there are people who are touting him to be something. I I'm mean, glad he's buns because we knew he wasn't going to be anything. Rookie. Yeah. Don't talk rookie, though. Garrett Wilson blew up this week. Drake okay, London blew up this but, week. Uh, Jahan Dotson been blowing up. I don't no, want to You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not don't wrong. I'm just rookie. saying, rookie, can, look, let's give him some more time. It's been two games. Relax. Relax. Two games. But the Colts need to, if that's their receiving court, JT, 40 touches JT, a game, minimum. Literally, at halftime, this man only had like five carries. I, I might even yeah, play it. I, I, I don't know the exact number. I think it's that. But Maybe it was something lower. that low. And I, I just don't get that. Maybe no, if you don't have any, If you don't have your receiving core like that, he needs to be a part of screens. He needs to be you know, two downs worthy of uh, runs. Like It just needs to be like that. I don't understand why that happened. Denver. Touchdowns. We need to see touchdowns. touchdowns. We need to see red zone conversions. I make fun of the Jags for... Struggling that area, Denver's looked worse than us in the red zone. Week one looks a lot different if they score three touchdowns in the red zone instead of fumble on the one yard line three times. I agree, but so, I would say I need stability. Well, that's cool. I need yeah. stability. I need the, I need everybody on the on the team to know what they're doing. I need the the head coach to get the time management under control. I need Russell Wilson to get it together. I need everybody just for stability. If they can start doing their assignments and do the small things right, I think that what you're talking about will be the result. So, Bengals, protect your QB. Got to. Be- Joe Burrow's been the most sacked quarterback since he's entered the league. He missed half his rookie year, Matt. He didn't even play two full years in the, in the league. Yeah. Been the most sacked. I think he's on pace to get sacked like over 80 times this year already. He's in rough shape. Protect your QB. And get creative with the play calls. Gotta get creative. Get creative with the play calls. That's what I would say. Scott Frost got fired from Nebraska. I'm a UCF fan. He was really creative with our play calls like four years ago. Go hire that man to be like the offensive coordinator for your team or like assistant to the offensive coordinator. I mean, it didn't work out in Nebraska. He got fired. But still, he was creative. So go out there. Find a playbook. Talk to Sean McVay. Do something. You were a Sean McVay like disciple or whatever they said. Call your boy. Try to figure something out. We, they, I'm forgetting one team. There's one other team we were worried about. While you're thinking about that, I will say Raiders. But you yeah. go ahead. Bengals, obviously, you got to protect Joe That's your future right there. Yes. You got to do something about that. More creative plays, quicker plays, things that, you know, quick reads. Let's get some easy completions. You have some great athletes on your team. Get them in space. I mean, Jamar Chase, one of the best yak receivers in the league. Get him the ball. You have Joe Mixon. You have what you need to get it you know, get it done. So I don't need to see Joe Burrow, you know, stepping back for three, four seconds trying to find somebody. You know, it needs to be quicker than that. So That's fair. And Raiders, what do we need out of the Raiders? They're also in that division that's going to be very competitive. 0-2 should be 1-1 in my opinion, but 0-2 doesn't matter how the ball falls. What do they have to figure out to make this work? Because their defense hasn't been poor, but their offense has seemed out of sorts. Protect the ball. That's what I want to see more. I mean, Derek Carr, first week, had three interceptions. There was fumbling issues. I believe Derek Carr had a pick, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure. Week two. Uh, Got to protect the ball. They're putting out some decent points. They're doing some decent things, but they're giving the ball to the other team way too often, giving the other team more opportunities. Imagine, you know, you take away a fumble or take away a pick last game. You're probably having a different conversation right now. Derek Carr doesn't have three interceptions first game. I'm sure they'd be in a good place right now. So if Derek Carr can protect the ball, I also want to see a little more from Derek Carr in general. 
You know, I want to see more of that above average play that I, I have been believing in him. And I'm not out on him yet. I'm not worried about it yet. But I do want to see a step up. Protect them all. Okay. I think that's solid. I think that's solid. I feel like that's a good stopping point. I feel like we can end there. We did want to get into a little bit of fantasy talk about the guys we were worried about last week. This week looked a lot brighter. But I don't think it's time to just be like, oh, it's fixed. So we're going to give him another week to adjust. Mike Williams, we want to see him again. What I said? You did. I said don't panic. But you also didn't want to bet on that line, so I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Also, I'm not, a, I'm not a betting man. It was 66 and a half with no other receiver. I'm there. not a betting man. I'm sorry. I'm it was 66 and a half with no other receiver there. That was free money. I won't bet, but I will bet on the Jags losing. Sorry, Allen Robinson, still not as involved as I'd like, but got more involved. So mm-hmm. positives. Cam Akers. Still looks bad, but getting more involved. So we'll give him another week to kind of build up and see where we at. Next week, we'll do a full recap of all the guys we were worried about. And if they go back to struggling, we might have a different conversation. Um, as of now, Teal and Steel, 2-2 two and two on the year. 1-1 one and one for the Steelers. 1-1 one and one for the Jags. We'll see what we're able to do this year. I'm predicting a Jags W because I'm, I'm feeling like we figured it out. It's back to Saxonville. We ball oh. We ball it again. Who needs Jalen Ramsey? Who needs Calais Campbell? Who needs Allen Robinson? Who needs... Never mind. Um, the Steelers... You know what? I'm riding with the Steelers on Thursday. They're going to put Kenny Pickett in at halftime. They're going to get Mr. Trubisky out of there. We're going to see Deontay Johnson go for exactly 86 yards and seven catches. Clip that. Yep. That's what I'm feeling. what he just did. Seven catches, 86 yards, and a tutty. That's what I'm feeling. And a tutty. And a tutty. I do think he finds that in this week. So, if you like playing, you like bets. Deontay Johnson, anytime touchdown. That's what we feel in this week. Also, thank y'all for tuning in to the Kick and Post channel. Thank y'all for tuning in to the second straight week of Teal and Steel. We're going to keep this thing going. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Thank you. Freaking Aiden, I'm going to wipe this phone. That's my camera. What do you do? It ran out of it space. It went out. Yeah. I heard bing! And I was like... We're going to have to come up with cues or I'm going to have to laminate pages with cues for y'all. Yeah,